I was supposed to go to my mom's house before I to drop my car. Because I usually, like, when I go overseas to go play, I leave my car with her. I pull up over there and I leave the car. I'm coming in through the back door to get to her house. And uh, it was dark. She turned the lights on. There's a whole bunch of friends and family there, you know, surprised me. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, man, it was a good feeling. Uh, she always has something up her sleeve. Okay, we got a very special guest on the podcast today, Jalen Tate, um, who now really? plays for the Santa Cruz Warriors in the NBA G League. Um, had a pretty extensive overseas career as well. And then um, going back even further, played for uh, University of Illinois. So what's your story, man? What, what, what do you, uh, where do you want to start off with? Yeah, man. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you guys and appreciate you guys for having me, talking to me today. Um, but yeah. Born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, as you guys know, it's, uh, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. So it was rough growing up, just dealing with like, you know, outside distractions and, you know, the violence out there and just other distractions you can get into off the court. But uh, basketball definitely been like a big factor in my life, just where I'm at today. Um, I think the first time I started playing ball, I was like six years old. Uh, my mom's best friend, put a ball in my hand, and from there, like, I've never looked back. Uh, opened a lot of doors for me. So I went to Simeon Career Academy in high school. Um, you know, I won two state championships, uh, city championship. You know, we were number one team in the country at one point. A um, couple of guys who came through there, like Derrick Rose, yep, Mari Parker, Kendrick Nunn, Taylor Horton-Tucker, Zach Norvell. And That's a lot of the high school basketball program. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> – we got a lot of guys who are still playing overseas and stuff too. So, um, yeah, playing there and just playing on a national stage at such, you know, like a young age, you know, we were traveling like a college team, you know, in high school, we were, we had like, I think my senior year, we had like eight out of town games and like four or five national TV games in high school. So, um, just getting used to that type of, um, like status and career at an early age, kind of molded me to get ready for college for the professional level. Um, so I graduated from Simeon and got a full ride scholarship to the University of Illinois. Um, you know, I had a lot of offers and a lot of, it was a tough decision, but, you know, I think just playing your hometown state and school was one of the main things that attracted me there. Kendrick also went there with me at the same time. So it was big having somebody there, like a good friend and a teammate that I played with. Um, and also, they they had other Chicago guys there, too. So, um, you know, going there and just also the academic, you know, side of things at the University of Illinois is one of the best schools in the, in, in the world. You know, I love it to death. I always bleed orange and blue. Sorry to my Penn State guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, so, yeah, I played four years there, graduated, uh, got my bachelor's in communications. And then from there, that's when the real work started. Um, you know, I signed with my agent right after college. And my first year out, I played in Canada in the NBLC League, the National Basketball League of Canada. Had a great rookie year, won rookie of the year, made all league third team, all playoff team, all rookie first team. Uh, led the entire league in assists, total and average. Um, so I had a great first year. And then from there, I went to Europe. Played in Finland. Um, in my third year, 
played in Latvia um, on the Champions League team, Vince Fields. So I was able to play at a really high level, get some really talented guys, guys who've been in the NBA, top league Europe. Um, that year, was it was weird, though, because that was a COVID year, too. So yeah, um, we didn't even finish the season. You know, it, it was really weird. We stopped playing and got sent home. So it's, it's kind of hard. A lot of guys really don't count that year. But it was also just a good experience playing on that type of level and, you know, getting that exposure, traveling to different countries and playing, you know, these top teams. And then last year I played in Austria. Um, you know, since the COVID, I signed with the team, like, I want to say in like, these, like November. But I really couldn't get out there until January just because of so many rules and lockdowns. And, mm-hmm. and the process was crazy. It was crazy last year. Um, but it was also good because I was able to stay home longer and spend time with my family and friends and do a lot of things I, I usually haven't gotten to do in the, in the last few years. Like, I was telling uh, my mother last year, like, it was the first time I was home for Thanksgiving and Christmas since high school. You know? Crazy. And that's like, what, like seven years I've been home for Thanksgiving or Christmas just because of basketball and the sacrifice that I had to make. But, you know, just being able to provide for them and for myself, though, it's, it's, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. So, Austria won a championship last year. So, it was my first oh, yeah. national championship. Yeah, so it, it, was, it was worth it. It was a blessing. Uh, really good time. So, now I'm here in G League with the Santa Cruz Warriors and looking forward to, you know, what I can make happen this year. Cool. Perfect. Well uh, said. Jalen, I, <laughs> I have a – so coming from Chicago, so you take like the whole country as a whole, Chicago, DC, Baltimore, New York, a couple spots out in California. Every one of those cities has like a different style of play and you can see it in guys, especially as they progress in the league. So describe how the Chicago in you has built up into your basketball and like, how has that helped you? And like, just like, what is that environment like? And yeah. walk us through that. Cause Chicago high school basketball is serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think just the main thing, like, is just toughness. It's just tough, just like being tough, like, you know. And I think that's just what we get from our environment, like off, out, off the court. Like, you know, it's a just growing up, like, in like certain areas and stuff like that. You got to be able to, like, you know, defend yourself and just, you know, hold your own, and that carries on to the court. And I think, like, for Chicago guys, like, you watch guys like Derrick Rose or. You know, you see Kendrick Nunn, Taylor, and you know, it's just always about toughness. Like, you got to be tough. And I think um, we're no, we, we not scared of competition and we never back down. What was what was that like? You said, I mean, seeing how good your high school team was, what was that like at such a young age, having the – being in the spotlight like that? Did you have anybody yeah. in your, on your side, like, kind of bringing you back down to earth or was it, like, all getting to your head or how, how did that go? Yeah, you know, it's crazy because it was like, at the time, social media is like so crazy now. So it wasn't as social yeah. media wasn't as big then because I don't think I didn't make an Instagram to like rank to, before I got to college. Mm-hmm. So at the time, like, you know, we were so big around the city, like around the country playing on TV. But at the same time, we were just still kids. So we were like just having fun with this. Like it wasn't like, you know, guys were getting too big headed or. You know, we were, we were all, and that's another thing, we were all good friends, like, off the court. Like, we used to hang out all the time, like, off the court. So, like, we were really just enjoying the moment and just playing. So, real quick, uh, who, what what city in America has the best high school basketball? 
Come on, man. Chicago. <laughs> okay. All right. I was, I, well, yeah, obviously. Um, all right. So <clears throat> progress a little bit. I want to kind of keep it. I'm sure Brandon does too, kind of like in the way your, your uh, career progressed. Mm-hmm. When you got to Illinois, I think back in the day, especially when we were younger, the Big Ten was like a football conference, or that's sure. at least what people said. And over the past like 10, 15 years, you know, Big Ten has jumped out of like the old Big East shadow, obviously the ACC. Yeah. Um, so what, how did like what was your Big Ten basketball experience like? Because it's totally different now. Like Big Ten basketball is huge and it was huge when you were there. So like what would you say to those people that would say, you know, Big Ten isn't like a basketball conference? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, I think for me coming in, it was like the physicality of it. Like it's grown men. You're playing against grown men you know, literally every night, and you're playing against future pros every single night. Like, it's, there's no nights off. Like, you know, there was a time when I was, as far as in, like, me as a point guard playing, like, I look up on the schedule, like, okay, we got Indiana. I got to go play Yogi Ferrell. We got Michigan State. I got to play Denzel Valentine and Gary Harris. The next night, that's another pro. Like, it was crazy night in and night out, like, every game is like the spotlight's on, like you got to come to play every single day. And I think, um, you know, going back to high school, like that, that prepared me for that. Like I wasn't afraid of those big moments and big crowds and big lights. So um, yeah, it's, it's big team basketball is definitely, you know, if it's not at the top, it's definitely been one of the top leagues for the last you know few years. Yeah. And you, your career at Illinois was right at that time where I think it kind of, took from like being one of I mean obviously it's still the Big Ten there's huge schools there yeah but I yeah, think no, it's sure. during your time there it definitely progressed into like more of the spotlight I'd say in like college basketball yeah. world yeah yeah definitely what was because you, you said you you went to Illinois with Kendrick right yeah we went in and say yeah yeah was that plan like did you was that planned did you guys or was it like completely unrelated yeah so it's crazy um so he committed there before me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when it came down to my top five, it was like Illinois, Xavier in Cincinnati, uh, mm-hmm. Xavier, USC, Maryland, and um, Wazoo, Missouri. So, you know, I was um, – Not a bad top five? Yeah. <laughs> so he was already bad he was at all. Already, <laughs> he was already committed. And, uh, you know, we played <laughs> AU together. With mean streets we had played high school together for a few years so like you know we had this chemistry and you know we really good friends off the court too like we always hung out so um he's really a big influence on you know my commitment like when i did my official visit it was homecoming weekend and i didn't know but he came down too like he surprised me he was down there the whole weekend too so like um you know he definitely was a big influence it wasn't planned at first but it just kind of happened no way is it is it cool to see guys like that that you played with long before they got to the NBA and like you've yeah. seen your progression as well as their progression and is like do you ever compare yourself or you're like we got different styles of play like how did that yeah. how did that go because I've never give you a little background about me I grew up overseas so I never mm-hmm. played against anybody that's in the NBA or anywhere close you know so for me when I like I came to college over here in the U.S. And I had teammates that played against you're played with like Markel Fultz and a mm-hmm. bunch of those guys. And I'm like, I can't even imagine what that would be like. So <laughs> yeah. what, 
What was that like? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like I said, like we're, we're such good friends. Like it's crazy. Like we all hang out. Like especially like during the summertime, we all hang out, and we'll go go play golf or something. Like go to talk golf or something like that. And we'll sit there and talk about it. like we even talk about old times. Like you remember this happening? What this happened? Like stuff like that. So it's like it's crazy. Like we don't really think about it like that, but then we do look at it like. Wow, like look how far we've come. Like, you know, we've worked for this. And of course, everybody's journey is different. You know what I'm saying? So but at the same time, like we're such good friends and we push each other. We work out together, we train together, and we hang out together. So it's like sometimes we don't even really recognize it until like, you know, people bring it up and then we're like, like, you know, this is the situation we in right now. Like, so it, it, it's crazy to think about it because we used to talk about this when we were, you know, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Right. Um, real quick, golf swing, nice or what? What's I'm the top, right, what's the top golf score? The high score at top. Yeah, like I don't, even, I don't even want to tell you, man. I'm 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 one of the worst ones at the group. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's they, the best? They, they, who's got a good stroke? Uh, who's the best? Actually, none of the guy. My best friend, his name is Bryce. He's always with us all the time. He's probably the best one out the group, better than all of us. He's probably the best one, but yeah. We just do it. Right. You know, just we won't hold that against get you. Away. It's all good. <laughs> Appreciate um, that. So you went to after Illinois, you went to Canada first, right? Yeah. Um what was now technically that isn't overseas, but it is out of the country. Um yeah. what was that like? A kid from Chicago who still, you know, went to college in, in the similar area from where you grew up. What was it like day one, you know, a kid from Southside Chicago playing in Canada? What was that like for you? It was an adjustment. It was an adjustment. Um, you know, I think going from, like, living with your mom and a lot of things getting done for you, like you on a certain system every day, going to high school, going to class every day in college, you on a certain program and schedule every day to at the professional level, it's a schedule what, you know, you're not kicking it with your teammates as much. You know, guys have families. Guys are older, married, have kids. Um, they, you know, don't kick it like that much. It's a job. It's a business at this point. So it, it took a while for me because I was, you know, like my first two, three years playing professionally, I was like one of the youngest on the team. So it was mm -hmm. an adjustment for me. Um, I think just me staying in the gym just kind of helped me get through, like, uh, staying in the gym and just, you know, I think connecting more with my family and friends even more, just, you know, building those relationships and just learning about myself even more. So it was, it was an adjustment for sure. So all your overseas work, and then obviously you moved away from Canada and you went to a bunch of different countries that you feel like that actually brought you closer to like your friends and family back home. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, you know, I try to, I, I crazy thing about me, I don't really like being alone like that. Like I'm always with that's fine. my friends or something <laughs> like that. Like I'm always with somebody. Like if it's in the gym or just at my apartment in my apartment in Chicago or some family, like I'm always with somebody. So, you know, me being alone like that, you know, at first it's driving me crazy. I'm like, man, and then I'm on different time zones. So I think me just, you know, connecting with them more, you know, really just opening up, you know, to do that, uh, that built our relationships even more what was what was your favorite country out of the ones you played in 
answer that answer that from a basketball standpoint and as like a living standpoint. cultural yeah okay because yeah. they're um, all super different i gotta know which one's got the best food too oh best food okay not canada i imagine <laughs> nah. you know what i think living finland because i was in the second biggest city and my apartment was downtown i was literally by all the restaurants clubs uh the malls everything like i was it was it was crazy the second biggest city behind the capital so living wise it was what city part of this uh it's called tampere i'm not even gonna try and pronounce that (laughs) yeah so it's like helsinki helsinki is the capital so that was the biggest city yeah so it was right behind that so it was it was it was lit i loved it it was a good time and then my grandparents came to visit that season so i was able to take them out and we had a we had a ball it was good uh, for basketball, I want to say it's a tie between the Latvian team because I was Champions League, and it was like it was dope being a part of yeah. that type of program. Or like play one day, two days later we're in Greece, come back home, play a game. Two days later we're in Spain or something like that because it was just out of town playing like different top teams, different arenas, different fans. It was crazy. Um, and then this past season, when I won championship in Austria, like it was lit, like getting a championship. A lot of guys play 15, 16 years and never win a championship, you know, and I did it in my, you know, third, fourth year or fourth yeah. year. So it was, yeah. So give, give, give me like a 10 to 20 second elevator pitch on like why it's great to be a professional basketball player overseas. Like for everybody in college right now, if you could try to convince them to become a, a pro basketball player overseas, like what what would you say? What are the perks? First off, you're getting paid for what you love to do. You know, it's, this is something you've been working towards, you know, since you first started dribbling the ball. All your hard work is dedicated to this. Now do this to take care of yourself, your family, put yourself in a better position in life. And also just, you know, get that chance to experience the world. You know, get out your comfort zone, see different places, learn about different languages, different type of people, and just have those experiences. You know, you could tell your kids one day. Um, so it's, it's it's definitely a blessing. All right, so let's get to the G League. I love asking people <laughs> this question because I love people to walk us through the experience of that step first signature right like that first yeah. contract that first <laughs> signing what's going through your what's going through your head does it are you back in Chicago in your high school gym or like your middle school gym are you you know thinking about your parents and your friends growing up helping you get to that mm-hmm. point like what what's what was the first kind of kind of thought you had like right when you're signing that thing yeah so it's crazy the way it happened was um my agent told me that he had got a call from the G League Warriors and that they were interested. So we went down there, did a workout, um, you know, and I was preparing so much for the workout. Like, I wanted to be perfect, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to go there like, like, like there was no, like nothing was guaranteed the next day. So I went down there. I played, I played really well. I, I, I did really good in the workout. I got a call. My agent called me like three days later. He said, uh, you did really good. You know, I got some good feedback. You know, they said they're going to let us know what's the next steps. 
and uh, I'll give you a call in a couple of days. Um, I think I was in the gym one day, working out, and I looked at my phone, and I said I had two minutes calls from my agent. And he's like, call me as soon as you get this. So I stepped out at that moment, like, you know, what's up? Like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, what you doing? I'm like, man, just in the gym right now, putting in some work. He's like, good, good, good. He's like, keep putting in that work. He said, they, they, they about to sign you. I'll get the, I'm about to get the contract. And, um, you know, I emailed it to you, we'll, you know, we'll sign everything. And I was like, man, it was like, like a, like, like a monkey was off my back. Like, it was just, you know, like a good feeling, like something you worked for. You know, I know the work isn't done still, but, you know, just getting this opportunity for sure is like a lot of guys' dreams. So, you know, we got the contract. As soon as I signed it, I called my mom and told her. And then it was crazy, like, uh, right before I left to come out here, you know, I was um, I was supposed to go to my mom's house before I to drop my car. Because I usually, like, when I go overseas to go play, I leave my car with her. So I pull up over there and I leave the car. I'm coming in through the back door to get to her house. And uh, it was dark. She turned the lights on. There's a whole bunch of friends and family there, you know, surprised me. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, man, it was a good feeling. Uh, she always had something up her sleeve. So, nah, it's, it's been such a good feeling because everybody knows how hard I work, you know, and I'm putting in a lot of time and a, and a lot of hours in the gym, and I, I really sacrifice work hard for this. So, yeah. Just just because I'm curious, how, how one, how long do you work out for? And two, like, what's a typical workout consist of? Like, break it down for us. You start with shooting, then you get into ball hand. Like, what – or how's your yeah. weekly schedule go? Like, break it down. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, so off-season, I just – yeah, I get, like, the off-season schedule. Like, in the summertime, <clears throat> I usually work out in the mornings because I like to I, – I get up early. So, I like to um, get up, get my workouts in early so I can have the rest of my day and just, you know, spend time and kick and enjoy the off-season in the summer. Uh, and I travel a lot too. So normally, like I'll work out Monday through Friday, and I try to you know relax on the weekends. Still try to enjoy the summertime. So I'll uh, get up, go to the gym, uh, hit the court with uh, this guy I train with. Where we we get a lot of shots. So we do ball handling shots. And he he mixes it up every day. Mm-hmm. So we're usually in the court for about an hour, hour and a half. You know, just depends on what we're doing or how many guys is with us that day. Um, and then after that, I'll go straight to my trainer, who I do weights with, like strength and conditioning with. And we're probably in there for about an hour, hour and a half, because we do a lot of sh- uh, stretching too. So in there for about an hour, hour and a half. And then sometimes, like depending on how I'm feeling, I'll go back in tonight and get some shots up, because I actually love shots up. Uh, one of my friends, um, he doesn't play – you know, seriously, professionally, but he just, you know, loves being around the game. And he'll still play, like, little men leagues and stuff like that to stay in shape. So he'll work out with me sometimes. Uh, but that's really it, you know. So this whole time we've been sitting down and talking, pretty much they've been constantly saying, I was in the gym, I've been in the gym. Uh, somebody <laughs> called me, I was in the gym. And it's yeah. it's – crazy to think about like how many times you hear like the difference between high school and college player college player and professional professional NBA player is like that work ethic being in the gym where did you get that where did that work ethic come from because you clearly have had it your whole life because that's what you've been telling us your whole your whole life yeah because I mean I think 
it's crazy. Like, I, I feel like when you want something, like, really bad, like, you don't really, like, put that work in for it. Like, you know, and it's not like it's forced. Like, I really love to do this. Like, I enjoy. I love playing basketball. I love being around it. I love watching it. So it's like it gets to a point where, like, I'm not even realizing how much I'm in there because it's like I just love to do it. Um, Yeah, like, when you just want to, you know, do something better for yourself and change your life, you got to put in that work. Like, the, the results don't show. And, like, I think that's another thing. When you see the results, like, you see you getting better, you see, like, uh, you don't well, it makes you want to just, you know, keep working at it. So flipping flipping that in reverse, has there ever, ever been a time that you were like, this ain't worth it, I'm done, I quit? All the time. Yeah. That's all the time. Like, that's part of it too. Like, it's not always the, the, the glamour and the gold to it. Like, it's definitely times just like, and I think that's the, the that's the best thing about it. Like, you know, it's not going to all – it's days when you, like, I wake up and I'm like, man, like, I don't even feel like doing this. Like, like sometimes you don't see the results all the time, not, at least not right away. Sometimes things go bad. You get injuries, you know, things like that, and it makes you second-guess yourself. But it's like – that's why a lot of guys, like, are, are where they are because through those times they just kept going. Like, a lot of guys give up. And, like, I've never been the type to really just give up, especially now myself. Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh, at this point, obviously, I'm sure this goal, but like the NBA being so close. I mean, how I mean, how, how much of a motivation is that at this point? The whole G League is full of guys who are like one step away. Um, yeah. I mean, what it, I, I have no idea what that could feel like. How, like, <laughs> what, yeah. what is that going through your head? Yeah, it's it's um. It's just motivation because it's like you see, like the opportunity is there. It's just it's just on you to you know just go and take it. Like, um, just being consistent, uh, you know, being consistent with your work ethic, you know, staying out of trouble, you know, just just doing what got you there plus more. I think that's the main thing. Like, you know, like constantly, like um, like tonight, I might even go back to the gym tonight and get some extra shots up, like. It's just just putting in that work and, you know, just letting God handle the rest. That's just – that's my motto. Like, you know, just put in the work, let him handle the rest. You know, just let the chips fall where they may. You make me want to go put some shots up right now. I was about to say, I'm getting my <laughs> like, shoes. I feel like I, should, shoes. I feel like I haven't shot – you know, I haven't put any shots up today. I feel like I'm, I'm losing. <laughs> my day's ruined. So you're already behind. Already behind. I'm already behind, man. <laughs> Damn. All right, so we're trying to keep these a little bit shorter, so we appreciate you taking the time. But I always like to close it out with the main question is, if you could give a younger kid or someone that's kind of following in your footsteps right now a piece of advice that you followed and it's helped you get to where you are, what would you you say to them? I think, I think, honestly, just listening. I think just listening. Like, like really... soak up as much as you can even if you don't agree with somebody like you just never know what something down the road you heard from somebody can affect you or help you i think that's the biggest thing i I think i learned that at an early age like just listening and taking any type of criticism good or bad and just you know just trying to get better perfect well where can people follow you learn about you do you have social media you want to give a little shout out yeah 
Yeah, you can follow me. I got, you know, I got Twitter and Instagram. It's the same thing. Tato, T-A-T-E, zero, with uh, two underscores. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I'm on there. I'm active on there. Um, Facebook, Jalen Tate. Or just Facebook. my name. Facebook shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Shout out to Facebook. You know, TikTok. Facebook. <laughs> no, I ain't got the TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on the, on the, on the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, so yeah. Perfect. Well, hey, we appreciate it. Best of luck this year with the Warriors, and uh, yeah, we'll be man. following along, man. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to a good year from you, man. Don't do us, do us proud. We're, we're yeah. really looking forward to what you're gonna do out there. No, I appreciate you guys. Um, th- thanks a lot.